yeah, so there's this moment where they're flying over the water, right? And they come back, and one of my favorite shots in this whole mo- in this whole series is Clark drops her, or Superman drops her. Yeah, he's called him by his well, I, I, mortal it was name. A faux po- I'm so sorry. <laughs> to all DC fans, I'm so Lois sorry. is not in love with Clark. <laughs> Simpleton. I have to say, true. Okay, hi, and welcome to um, the Shit They Did Not Tell You About program. Welcome to Shit They Don't Tell You. My it's name, a podcast. And my name is Steve Green. I'm Nikki Lima. And we are sponsored by viewers like you. We are on Patreon, patreon.com slash sticky, S-T-I-K-K-I. Check it out. We have bonus episodes every month called Shit They Don't Tell You After Dark. And we also do a live streams, and we do a crypto corner every week. Damn right. If you want to improve your cryptocurrencies. But this week is not about that. It's not about all that. It's a solemn, serious week. It's not about uh, about the rigmarole or, you know, whatever kind of nonsense you think is is is, is going to be talked about. Okay, a lot of people tune into the show and they think, yeah, we're about to talk about a lot of nonsense. Well, they probably read the title, so they probably already know what the show's about. Well, I would hope they did. So today is about a very special character in our history, and I think in our nation's history as well. Hmm. Would you agree? I I don't know. I forgot what the we're talking, of course, about the Superman. Ah, yes. Listen, Christopher Reeve's Superman. We're talking about all of it. Eminem Superman? I don't know what that is. Eminem Marshall Mothers. Marshall Mothers? You're talking about the, Slim mu- Shady? the music video? Saturday through Sunday, Monday. Monday, Monday through, through Sunday, Sunday yo. Maybe I'll know? love you one day. Maybe we'll someday well, grow. Well, I'm asking if that's... You think I don't know? No, but I'm asking... Being in your car, you didn't, stuck you in did, your car, you mind you, answer. for years you didn't answer. on end. But, 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 but it never, you never... The song an, but you doesn't didn't answer. stop. The song only plays. Put anthrax on a Tampax and slap you till you can't stand. Anyway, I just was wondering if you were going to talk about She can that. turn anything into it. That's what's upsetting If you're not me. going to, just say that. That's what upsets me about just it. Just say that. Just say you're not well, no, going it's to. that you cheat and you, you, you cheat and you lie and you steal. I cheat and I lie. Well, you cheat too. I've seen that. I just saw you doing that, but you got Thank bit you. by mosquitoes, didn't you? Yeah, I did. So Nikki went outside before we did the show and she was meditating and she got bit by mosquitoes. So yeah. serves her right. Why you got to bring up a traumatic time for me? Well, just wanted to knock you off your little, little throne. Oh, man. But point is today we're talking about indeed my childhood hero. Got to say, not comedically. Although he is very funny. <laughs> we're talking about Superman. So, there, we're talking about a time of all of our lives, right? Where most of us didn't exist yet. Yeah. This is the 70s. Christopher Reeve gets cast in a Superman movie. But that Superman movie would not have been cast by literally anybody. Okay, so the Salkinds, they're a producing brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Okay. They acquire the rights to a little-known thing as Superman, okay? A little-known thing? Yes. Well, Superman was not... I mean, dude, of course, in comic books, like, yeah. people know comic Superman, book. right? But there's not, like, this, like, almost modern mythology that exists around mm-hmm. comic book characters at that time. It was very, like, seen as hokey and, yeah. like, dumb and, like, it's all for kids. And so what those guys did is they first came on and they hired Marlon Brando. To be the uh, Superman's dad, Jor-El. Mm. And so that brought like a gravitas to the movie. Yeah. That allowed other actors to be coaxed into playing roles that maybe they wouldn't have. Like all of a sudden, Gene Hackman comes in. He's like, I want to be Lex Luthor, sure. All of a sudden, um, and that's really it. I didn't know he he was Lex Luthor. Yeah, Gene Hackman's Lex I didn't Luthor. I know that. In the Superman, that's original cool. Superman movies, yeah. Um, so... Um, Christopher Reeve was an, uh, an, an at the time unknown actor. He was like, like a theater actor. Uh-huh. And he comes in and he performs um, like an audition and they like him. And But he's super skinny, super scrawny. Like his screen tests were commanding. Like he's still wearing the suit. He looks skinnier than hell. Like he might as well be Robin from Batman, <laughs> you know, um, wearing a Superman suit. But you're like, for some reason, he has that like underlying thing mm-hmm. that makes you go oh shit he could be superman maybe got big dick energy he got big dick energy and so that's what and people didn't even know about that back then yeah talking about the 70s people had only had small dicks isn't that sad and they had they had small dick energy you know what i think it's because they had too big of bushes down there so it makes your dick look smaller 
Oh Jesus! I never thought about yeah. that. Yeah, that's so, horrible. Yeah, so that's then a horrible it, thing for you guys look in the, to you look in the mirror and you think, oh, I have a tiny dick, but really it's just your bush is so big that you you had a big dick all along, but you didn't get the big dick energy. Imagine you, all the men who you thought who they died had a tiny thinking dick. they had small dicks. Exactly. I feel I feel sad. Good lord. So bad that's for that. It's a dark reality. Thank you, Nicky Nemo. You're welcome. Just like check yourself in the mirror and like, do you have a small dick or do you just am have I too being, much people or, care? Or am I being sacrificed by the bush? Exactly. That's so true. Yeah. You're talking about a guy movement here. Some shit they don't tell you. I love it. Is what I'm saying. So Christopher Reeve, he Christopher Reeves, he gets cast. Okay. And he is widely seen as like a loved Superman now, obviously. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Eminem did a lot of songs about Christopher Reeves. They had a beef anyway. Wait, go Christopher ahead. Reeve had a beef with Eminem? <laughs> yeah. Because the more upset Christopher Reeves, Reeves would get, the more Eminem would talk about of his songs. Well, that's horrible. I know. <laughs> so that's not the point of what I'm okay, getting at. Okay. Go ahead. Point is, is that um, the the Superman with Margaret Kidder as Lois Lane, with Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor, with Marlon Brando as Jor-El, it kind of elevated the entire phenomenon of superhero movies, which we all now know, right? Everyone knows about superhero movies. Everyone sees the top actors of their day being yeah, cast honestly, in superhero movies. Honestly, I'm sick movies. of them. Yeah, exactly. That's so, all I see in the but, theater. But there's no Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. There's no, you yeah. know, I mean, dude, even Michael Edward Keaton. Norton as as Hulk, Michael Keaton as Batman, if there's not Christopher Reeve as Superman in the 70s. I see. And, and, and it's not because of Christopher Reeve. It's mostly because of... Obviously, Marlon Brando and then Gene Hackman. Mm-hmm. That was kind of what the Salkins strategically planned as producers. They're like, well, shit, if we can bring in Marlon Brando, that just gives so much weight to this thing. Yeah. So then um, they hire uh, a director named Richard Donner. And unfortunately, and this is one of the reasons why I did the show today, is Richard Donner has just left th- this earth. He, he, R.I.P. He died yesterday. Oh my gosh. Yeah, very sad. Way to um, bring the show down. But it's 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 sort of one of those interesting things in life, right? Where I'm not even kidding you. I had just watched, because I try to watch a movie a day no matter what to always be adding to my tree. And I, and I call my tree, my, it's like my improv, improvisational like um, pull. Mm. I pull from that. Yeah. So I try to watch a movie a day. Something that Billy Merritt, my, my, my favorite improv teacher. Oh, he's great. Taught me. Uh, at Upright Citizen Brigade in 2008. And yeah, I just love adding to my tree and keeping my references sharp and new. Dang, we watched King of Queens right before Jerry Stiller died too. Maybe you, maybe you should stop watching movies. I gotta, I gotta lay off. Yeah. But I was just watching some Superman and yeah, then uh, then Richard Donner passed away. And so yeah, this made me super introspective and I was like, why haven't I talked about this yet? This is super interesting. Uh, be, especially because I love Superman. I've always loved Superman. And in fact, when um, one of the times that I got to bond with my father which was very few and far between because as a child, my dad was always away. Mm-hmm. And, and, but on Sundays, when we moved to Virginia, he was around and he always took us to the comic book store and he always let us pick out a comic book to, to purchase. And I always bought either a Batman book or a Superman book every single yeah, time. Yeah, I always thought you thought Superman was boring because he has too much powers. No, no, no. I'm not one of those. Oh, I th- maybe you were just talking about people that are People like that. do that a lot. Yeah. But I want and I want to get to that. Oh, okay. I, okay, I do okay. want to get to that. Excuse me. Sorry right. for jumping thank ahead. Very, well, thank you very much. Sorry. Uh, and I put, accept your apology. But no, um so one of the times I got to bond with my father the most is when he took me to comic book stores. And you know what's interesting about my father too? Um very underrated aspect of him. He was super hot on Iron Man in the 90s. Oh, wow. Nobody's talking Liked about... Liked it before it was cool. That's what I'm saying. Nobody's talking about Iron Man. Trends. And just to like kind of, you know... Chuck Green. You know what I'm saying? Just to kind of get a little bit of clout. I remember being at school and I never read Iron Man ever. Um, but people are like, hey, who's your favorite Marvel guy? I'm like, Iron Man? And like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> but you know, I didn't even know. But, yeah. but my because my dad liked Iron mm-hmm. Man. So it was cool. I but mean, then, to be honest, I didn't really follow Iron Man until Robert Downey Jr., well, no, me too. Yeah. Well, no, that's true. That's true, actually. Yeah, me too. I mean, I had known of him like through because your dad different books. Yeah, because of my dad, but I never actually read about him yeah. or any of that. And then I find myself actually on the set of Iron Man on accident in Koreatown in like 2007. Hmm. I'm walking from a subway, and I follow all these lights, and I'm like, "What the fuck's going on over here?" And it's like right by my place in Koreatown because I used to live in Koreatown. And then I, I walk on the set and sure enough, I'm standing like as 
like I would say like just two Nickies from you right now is Robert Downey Jr. standing in a tuxedo. He's standing in front of an Acura, mm-hmm. which is like an experimental Acura that they never released. And yeah, he's like getting ready and like John Favreau is like directing him. And I'm like, what the fuck am I? That's this crazy. I'm like, this is Iron Man because I knew that because my friend Jimmy, who was a UCB tech director, he was John Favreau's driver. And he told me, yo, Steve, I know you're a comic book guy. They're shooting Iron Man in LA right now. And I was like, what the fuck? But I didn't think I'd walk on set. Yeah. And so what I also didn't realize too in that moment was like, I was like on set for like the birth of like the Marvel Universe, which became like our modern day mythological mythos. Yeah. Like in a big way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that must have been how it felt in the early days of, of filming Superman, right? Where you're on set, there's Marlon Brando, there's you know Christopher Reeve, and there is the one and only Gene Hackman. And it's just like, I can't, and even Margaret Kidder, like she was a huge staple for all this stuff as Lois Lane. Um, so that movie comes out. And they hired, I said they hired Richard Donner as director, right? They, they they filmed two movies at once. They didn't just film Superman 1. They filmed Superman 2 at the same time, which is why the movie opens with the villains of Superman 2 being condemned to their fate, being sent into what's called the Phantom Zone, mm. which is they basically put you into a mirror <laughs> and they sent you into outer space. If you, oh. If you watch this movie, that makes total sense. If you All don't right. watch this movie, that is a very confusing uh, endeavor. Mm. But... If you're if you're a criminal on Krypton, they put you into the Phantom Zone and they jettison you into outer space. Oh, That's shit. your like, purgatory. Like in the vacuum of space. Exactly right. Oh. So Superman one at the end of Superman one, and this is one of my big cinematic issues with Superman. I, I think Superman One is a great movie, by the way. It's a fantastic film. Okay. But at the end of it, Superman finds Lois. She has died because Lex Luthor was able to detonate a nuclear device into a fault line mm-hmm. and it caused an earthquake and Lois Lane was killed. Superman gets so fucking pissed. He screams at the sky and then he starts to fly around the earth nonstop and he's like crying and shit. Oh, Because he's sad about Lois. Yeah. But he like reverses his time. He like oh. goes back and fucking He's going time. so fast. Yeah. And basically all you had to do, by the way, if you're the graphical effects guy, you just hit rewind on all the shit you just fucking blew up. <laughs> That's what they show in the movie. Like you see a bunch of boulders falling or whatever. Guess what? They just fucking rewind that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and they play it while they're rewinding it. And they're like, oh shit, we just saved so much money on on production. Yeah, effects. Which the Salkins loved. Mm-hmm. But the first movie I have to say, and as much as I'm going to break the Salkins' balls and all this, um, the first movie, they really didn't spare any expense. They got all the best actors, all the best names, and the best special effects. Yeah. They actually had to create a way to film Christopher Reeve flying that made it convincing to people. Um, and it made it so convincing to people that that was the advertising campaign for the movie. Huh. They say, you will believe a man can fly. Wow. And you do. Yeah. Uh, and to this day. What uh, year is that? This is 1976. Okay. To this day, when you watch this movie, I'm not even kidding, you really do think that he's flying. Huh. Like, it just looks like a guy's flying. They did a good job. They did a great job. And they they filmed it to a scale where Christopher Reeve, like, bounds into the air, and then he takes off and he keeps going to a way where you're like, wait, they haven't cut yet. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, that's a real man right there. Huh. And they even have a one-shot take, one of my favorite takes in the whole Superman uh, 4 movie series. In fact, one of my favorite takes in all of Superman. Where they do a one-shot take with Superman dropping Lois Lane off. He just like did this really corny thing where um, she's basically almost singing a song, but it's weird. But like they're they're, they're flying over a body of water and like looking at the reflection, uh-huh. and she's like, "Can you read my mind? Do you see how much I love you?" And you're like, "Whoa, this is fucking crazy. This bitch is like crazy." <laughs> like oh i'm so glad he can't read her mind that's Aww. the one thing superman can't do apparently and they stretch his powers a lot in these does movies. he not have a high emotional eq like he doesn't how Superman's does he not an have... INTFJ. excuse me enough said right i think we both get that i am an infj you don't want to be that i don't even know what that means okay so, so yeah so there's this moment where they're flying over the water right and they come back and one of my favorite shots in this whole movie in this whole series is Clark drops her, or Superman drops her. Yeah, <laughs> he's called him by his. Well, 
I, I, mortal it man. It was a faux pas. I'm so sorry. <laughs> to all DC fans, I'm so Lois sorry. is not in love with Clark. <laughs> Simpleton. I have to say, true. Okay, so she gets dropped off, and basically Superman flies away. They do one continuous take, right? They don't cut. Mm-hmm. And like 29 seconds later, they pan all the way over to Lois's apartment. She walks in from her balcony to into her apartment. And Christopher Reeve is Clark Kent banging on the door. And she opens the door in the same take. And it's and it's Christopher Reeve. So like they had him change clothes super fast. Fuck? It was pretty sick. You know, I know that's been a cliche joke of like, how does she not know? But like, really? Have you ever seen Clark Kent talk and move? He's a fucking really? nerd. Nerd. Like I know, but I, but I started dating you when you wore glasses and you were pretty nerdy and like you took off your glasses, same guy. Yeah, but I had big dick energy. That's true. No matter what. That's true. Because I have a small dick, but it, it has a lot of bush. Thank you. <laughs> a lot of bush. A lot of bush. Well, it's you have a, a lot of bush. It's been a so source it makes of, me feel like a big man. Yeah, because my vagina looks really tight. See, well, it is. <laughs> a lot of bush. Well, it is because it hasn't been destructed <laughs> over the years. Thank you. Cool. Uh, and that's a compliment to me, by the way. Uh, but no. So so that's what's cool about Christopher Reeve's performance as Superman. He's a very much different person. And you can see it mm. when he's playing Clark. He even like kind of fucks with his posture a little bit. And there's even moments where he takes off his glasses. He kind of fixes his posture. You can, And without even saying a word, you see that feeder style in Christopher Reeve where he's like busting out the Superman chops. I see. It's pretty nice. Okay, so they, they, they do the first movie. The first movie is a huge success. Okay, unquestionably a huge success. Now, me, I'm a little bit of a critique of this movie because why are you ever going to film another Superman movie if all he has to do is reverse time and he can fix everything that That's went wrong? That's so true. Right. Yeah, he can't make any mistakes. He can't fuck up. And this is one of the problems, I think, with modern Superman mythos. And there's no question that Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, the guys who, who wrote Superman... They never thought Superman was going to be this guy who's just flying around, literally has every power. That's not what they wrote. Mm-hmm. And I I have read that they hugged Richard Donner at the premiere for Superman 1. And they're like, oh my God, and they're crying. And like Richard Donner said it was one of the most fulfilling moments of his life that he got to take their vision in mm-hmm. the 30s and like turn it into this like amazing movie 40 years later. Mm-hmm. Right? No questions. It's beautiful. But there's no way that they're like, yo, Superman can fly anywhere almost instantly. He can be from New York to London in three seconds. Like all this shit. There's no way they had that with he is faster than locomotive. He can leap tall buildings in a single bound. Like there's no way. Right. But that's kind of the beauty of the locomotive. What's funny about that? What's funny about that? They still use them. You know, to get most of the products that you have. Some a train is involved. At some I know point. it's called a train. It's just funny that you go locomotive. Well, I hope you can get over the terminology. Do the locomotion with me. Yeah, hey, that's a good song. That's just a good song. Yeah, thank you. So I made it up. That movie comes out, huge success, right? Now, Richard Donner is trying to finish Superman too. They had filmed at the same time. Mm. Okay, but they weren't completely done with it. They actually had to stop filming. And just finish Superman 1 because they were so over budget. And Warner Brothers said, yo, we will match whatever you've spent because we like your dailies so much. Hmm. And the dailies in the biz, by the way, and you know, I hate to get all, <laughs> I hate to pull my dick out and put it on the table here, but uh, in the biz. I mean, you got to get it out of the bush first. Thank you. In the biz, the dailies are, are what you look at every day at the end of the day. And then you're allowed producers and a bunch of other executives to take a look at what you're doing. Make sure you're not fucking up too hard. Okay. And if you're meeting your days and you're making your dailies, it's a pretty beautiful situation. Mm-hmm. So um, Warner Bros. was loving it. They're happy with it. There was a cutoff point with the money. They finished Superman 1. Now it's time to do Superman 2. Richard Donner was loved by the cast, loved by the crew. But he was not loved by the Salkins, the guys who owned it, the producers who were running the show. Why? Well, because Richard Donner um, kept on going over budget oh. to them. And these are guys who maybe, you know, um, were a little bit, you know, stringent with, stringent. with the budget. Mm-hmm. They didn't, they wanted to cut corners as much as they could, but then they didn't, right? They hired big name actors, but still. They well, that's wa- where they wanted their budget to go. They yes. didn't want it to go more places. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. 
So they're they're trying to cut corners where they could. And with Superman 2, they kept on running into problems with, with Richard Donner, who was like, you know what? They, they, they kept on butting heads. Uh-huh. Okay. And so eventually, Richard Donner was let go. He was fired in the middle of finishing Superman Oh, 2. shit. So a cat named Richard Lester comes on board. He's a director. He had done the Three Musketeers movies with the Salkins years prior. And the Salkins actually were involved with a lawsuit with Richard Lester. And basically... The idea behind this was, um, uh, this is a theory, was that, hey, we will give you the money that we owe you for the Three Musketeers movies that we haven't paid you if you just help us finish Superman 2. And Richard Lester's like, sure, fuck yeah, I'll come in. So he comes in, and this is one of my biggest problems with Hollywood movie making that exists right now. This just happened with Ron Howard with the Han Solo movie that was just released like three years ago, two years ago, Mm -hmm. where Ron Howard gets hired to take over for... Edgar Wright, who was direct... Oh, uh, wait, not Edgar Wright. Um, I was going to say. Um, 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 Miller and... Um, Lord and Miller, the oh. two the two cats who did the Lego movie. Mm. Phil Lord and Chris Miller, I believe. I don't know. Okay, so they, they got hired to do a Star Wars movie called, called, Han, called Solo, right? The Han oh. Solo movie. They get fired halfway through because... Um, Kathy Kennedy from from Lucasfilm is not happy with the way that their dailies are going. She's not happy with how they're improvising mostly on set and they're going off script. And she feels uneasy about it. They feel like this is how we always film movies. Mm-hmm. We, we're trying to find it on the day. We try to like like figure it out. So they get fired. So what is what happens when Ron Har- Ron Howard gets hired? He reshoots fifty percent of the movie so that he can make. The Directors Guild and Writers Guild quotas to receive credit, sole credit as director of the movie. Right. Right. And so, unfortunately, when you're dealing with something that was partially already shot, partially already storied by somebody else, you just kind of clusterfuck something. And there's no original vision that's like carrying through. Mm -hmm. There's like a bunch of people's visions. And then you're just trying to get your like, you know. Your, your check at the end of the day. Right. And that's how it reads mm-hmm. because it doesn't work. Like it, I've never seen it work that way. Mm-hmm. And like that's just that's what happened with, with Zack Snyder's Justice League movie where they bring in um, Oh, Josh is that Whedon. what the Snyder Cut that's is all about? I just about. know the memes of Snyder so, Cut. So unfortunately, Jack, Zack Snyder, and we'll get to this later, but Zack Snyder's filming Justice League, right? His his son, I believe, commits suicide. Oh, shit. Yes. And they they... Stopped filming for a while, but the Warner Brothers was already upset about how Superman Batman was received mm-hmm. by people, including myself. And so they were like, Well, we need to brighten this up. Marvel's doing funnier stuff. This needs to be funnier. Superman should smile more. This should all be like more yeah, bright. It should all be like uh, Justin Reynolds, or what's his name? No, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Should be like Deadpool. Deadpool, yeah. Well, right, but that that's the problem, right? Is that's not what these movies were totally built to be. Exactly. And so. So then Joss Whedon comes in and guess what he wants to do? Reshoot 50% of the movie to get his credit. Mm. And and they still gave Zack Snyder credit, but it's about the check. Mm-hmm. It's about getting your, your pay at the end of the day because you reshot a bunch of the movie. So backtracking, Richard Lester comes in. He's shooting Superman 2. He reshoots half of the movie. And Superman's doing weird shit in this movie. He's, he's taking off his S from his chest and he's like saran wrapping villains, like wrapping them up in it by throwing that, throwing it at them. What? It does. It's not a power that exists. That yeah. Superman has. He also kisses Lois Lane at the end of the movie because she figures out who he is. She figures out he's Superman. At the end of the movie, she, he kisses her and puts her into a fucking trance. And for some reason, we're supposed to believe that Superman has that power. He's never had that power. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that they just started to do that everyone's like, "What the fuck's going on?" Also, um. At this point, the main guys, right, Brando, they basically didn't want to pay Brando to come back, even though they had shot his footage um, for the second movie and mm-hmm. during while well, they were filming the first and second movie. They didn't want to pay him the screen rate because he got like 15% of the, the, the gross mm. on the last movie. I so see. they don't want to pay him again because that's his contract. So they cut him out of the movie. They hire an actress. They have her film his lines as... Clark's mom mm. from from Krypton, mm-hmm. and then 
Clark is supposed to interact with her, but we're all expecting Brando. Right. But it's not that bad. It's not like egregious. Uh-huh. So they got away with that one. But then um, after Donner left, Gene Hackman wouldn't come back. So they had uh. to hire a body double for Gene Hackman. So they have moments where Gene Hackman's like faced away from camera and you can't see his face and all this kind of shit. Oh. So the movie comes out. It does not perform that well. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it would. It, 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 it was, I have to say, admittedly, I like this movie. Oh, okay. When I watch this movie back, I actually like it because yeah, I you're th- a tough critic too. So. I am a tough critic. Yeah. But but yeah, other than the stupid saran wrap scene and the weirdo like Clark hypnotizing Lois scene, yeah. I think it's a pretty solid movie. Okay. And it gets a lot of hate. You did not sell it that way. I was like, Yeah, I was yeah, ready yeah. To be a no, hater. it sounds like a shit show, right? Yeah. But I actually can't believe they pulled it off. And okay. I think it's mostly because of Donner, because and I only say that, and that may be unfair, but because of what they did next. Oh, and we will find out what they did next after this break. Buy whatever we tell you to buy. Go do it. Go buy whatever we tell you to buy. Use the coupon code we told you to use. Use that code. Just be a good little lemming. Just like it. Consume. (laughs) Buy products. That's what we're here for. Buy the product. Purchase products. You are not worthy unless you have the products and that which we describe. And and, 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 and and you too will be as cool as us if you buy the products. Only if you buy the products. We are very cool. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like we're not desperate. We're like kind of desperate we're giving shout outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings so huge shout out right now to brian jorgensen that was sick of you dude thank you god bless uh huge shout out right now to mark mark w in springfield connecticut back to our podcast jenny blight hey, back to our podcast in Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast god bless you thank you steven huge. thank you for supporting the <laughs> welcome back at halftime we switched the cameras around so if you're watching on youtube <laughs> Check out these new angles. Welcome to confusion. <laughs> hey, and it's almost no like continuity. It's almost like you're in the Phantom Zone. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> Superman. A little, a little I didn't Superman get it. Joke. I didn't get it. A little little. Um, Is that the mirror thing with the space? No, no, no. Okay, no. okay. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I'm just here to look pretty. Okay, so in the next movie, okay. Richard Pryor is probably the biggest comedian on earth. Right. Would you agree? At this at this time, at yes. This time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he is on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yo, I fucking love Superman. I cannot wait for Superman too." Right. Oh, cool promo. Well, right, and that was unprompted. Nobody had anything to do with anything. Okay. But this is what is believed to have prompted the Salkins to try to get him into superman 3 oh because they already filmed superman 2 is in the cans done i see so then they're like holy shit we can get richard Pryor, the biggest comedian on earth we'll bring him in we'll involve him somehow into our storyline which we're trying to make like brainiac and brainiac for those of you who don't know he's like a kryptonian there's a lot of different brainiacs but he's mm. basically like a, a an ai guy okay, okay? and he is trying to collect all of the different um, species in all the planets in the universe. And so he loves um, having a Kryptonian. It's considered a trophy for him. And so that's one of his main reasons, primary motivators for trying to get Superman and trying to go after Krypton. But Krypton got destroyed, and so Superman's the only Kryptonian left, and so he's considered a trophy, a unique trophy. Um, But... That's what, so that was where they started at with Brainiac, right? They're like, let's let's do this technological AI villain. And then Warner Brothers was like, yo, nobody's going to get this Brainiac shit. That's for comic book fans only. And this is a, an unfortunate problem um, with the entire industry at this point, right? They view the way that the people who found the source material. Yeah. Like... 
they view them almost as an enemy of the property and they could do so much better if they just like leave them by the wayside and go by some kind of studio idea. Well, <laughs> I, can, I can kind of get that because okay. they want to appeal to a broader market. They want to appeal. They want to make as much money as possible. And the of only course. way to do that is to be broad. And comic book readers are niche. And that's the same problem you have in almost every area of entertainment or art in general is like if you want to make money sell a lot you have to appeal to broad okay but imagine having a harry potter movie mm-hmm. that has at popular at the time lisa frank unicorns in it and and the harry potter fans are like why'd you guys put lisa frank unicorns in this shit and they're like because it's popular assholes <laughs> sit the fuck down i see so and that's what's it's so not confu- in the world it doesn't make any sense yeah in the world it's, no yeah exactly so they're not they're not doing stuff from the world they're renaming things and making them not that thing but it's close to that thing so everyone's like why did you do this oh so like in superman 3 and christopher reeve has described this as basically a richard Pryor movie uh-huh like a richard Pryor like comedy vehicle where he's doing so much shtick that you're like what is going on i'm talking he's tripping and falling I'm talking like he's doing like long speeches while Christopher Reeve Superman's just standing there. They're probably like improv as much as you want. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. and you know, you know how sets are. Yeah. Like people are bored. They've been there for hours and hours. Mm. And so you're they killing, love it, you're yeah. killing you for just doing something a little bit different. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it's good for the audience. Exactly. Too. And people don't know that. Yeah. But so that's what I think went on is probably Richard Pryor did some like 18 minute shtick that like everyone was like god damn that killed us because we hadn't seen anything else for yeah. a week but ultimately theatrically does it hold up it does not and um it's kind of what happened with this movie so they tried to introduce brainiac they end up re-engineering it into like an ai enemy so it's not brainiac it's mm. just superman versus computers that were kind of um taking over people turning them into like computer ai zombies I have a question. Please. This is so odd. No, I'm please, sorry. Please. I don't want to ruin your flow. I'm excited about it. But I have a... Okay. I just don't get... Because you got like Justice League, right? Where mm. they're all like... You have Batman. You have Superman. You have like Wonder Woman. You know, you have Please the, continue. Describe the Justice League. Fill it out. Well, I mean... Well, I kind Help of... I kind of was trying to verify that I knew who the Justice League was because sometimes I mix them up with so, Avengers. So far you got the Trinity. Go ahead. Aquaman? Yeah. Hell yeah. And? Oh, there's more? Yeah. Way more. Come on. Flash? Yeah. (gasps) Hey, you're doing really good. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm so nervous. That's fine. Mm. Ant-Man? Oh, my God. Fuck. I know. I fucked up. You blew it. I fucked up. Lantern guy? Green Lantern? No, he's not I mean, green. No. Now you're off the rails. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, Green Lantern is one. Any... (laughs) God damn it. I just don't know the difference. But I know I have a question. Um... So how come? Wh- uh, yeah, how what come? How why, why come? Yeah, why come? <laughs> um, does why do they have different villains? Like, why aren't the villains all like do a crossover? Like, what? How come? Like, Superman doesn't fight Joker, or like Wonder Woman's not fighting Lex Luthor? Like, I don't. I mean, I guess in Superman versus Batman, they kind of had Wonder Woman fighting both of them I this don't is know. such a frustrating question I don't know. such a fucking noob did it happen no okay uh, well yeah of course all, I mean, the, I want all a, the villains I have want fought villain, all the heroes at some a villain point movie. But, but but no 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 okay so right so if i'm to write the nikki limo villain yeah does that is that the same villain as the sea green villain no because the nikki villain problems are different than the sea green problems no i know no no but that's what it is it's just that simple right so the so Batman and Joker are different because Batman is order and Joker is anarchy, right? Superman and Brainiac are different, right? Because Brainiac is about trying to control everybody, control people. He wants to control universes. He wants to take cities and shrink them into bottles and like like put them on his ship into a trophy case. And Superman is trying to to free people, let people go. Mm-hmm. Like he's trying to literally do the opposite. So the the often relationship between the two are like hero versus villain, like action versus reaction, mm-hmm. and so that's what's going on. So you don't you have seen there are moments where like it's Superman versus Joker, say, but it's not as sexy to most readers as it is Superman versus Lex Luthor, mm. like God versus man who wishes he was a god. I just like God who wishes. Hold on, real quick. 
God who who believes that Superman is keeping his godlike abilities from the earth and views him as an enemy because he thinks that Superman should be sharing his powers with the earth. Like mm-hmm. it's like that. You see what I'm saying? Okay, I understand. Okay. Oh wait, is Thor in that one? In Justice? <laughs> okay. Anyway. Of course he is. I understand. <laughs> uh, I'm frustrated but, because of course he is. Oh, <laughs> he's one I don't of the founding members of the Justice League. You see, I just don't know Marvel versus. No, Thor's not. Yeah, Thor's Mar- Thor's Marvel. See, goddammit, it! Like, I don't know. And, like, Tony Stark. Stop fucking with me. I'm sorry. I'm trying to ask legit questions That's here. For the people. Okay. Yeah. So, um, okay, so like they do the Harley Quinn movie where it's just Batman villains. Yes. But I want to like, well, I want a villain movie of all the DC villains. It'd be great. DC. Yeah, DC. Okay, yeah. yeah, nice. Okay, I thought it. In my you know head. What, and you know what disgusts me about me correcting you just now is I only did it because there are haters out there who be like, Steve doesn't even know it. he really thinks that Thor is DC. <laughs> so I'm sorry I even did that. I'm okay, to you. thank you. Um, but no, that would be great. That would actually be great. I would right? Love I would love to watch that love movie. That. And and I you know I, I gotta say, I'm excited for the Suicide Squad movie that's coming out soon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm also not because. They just advertise it too much. I know. I honestly can't keep track. Just stop it. I just, just let's just watch. Let's watch the movie already. Holy shit, God! I've seen. I've never so been advertised to this much. So much about one. I don't thing. even follow the. And comic the first book one stuff. sucked so much ass that nobody cares about the second one until it just comes out. Just, just let it come out. Just let us watch it already. I'm begging you. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Sorry. So that's, no, you're fine. that was my question. So Superman three, box office fucking disaster mm. disaster okay richard Pryor didn't bring it home dang it was a wreck nightmare okay so he now he lit himself on fire yeah he did that's crazy i just remembered that <laughs> you're right <laughs> um so now we come to superman for a quest for peace okay now this is when christopher reeves was done with superman He's basically like, nah, I'm never wearing the cape again. I'm, I'm set. So the Salkins are basically like, yo, fuck this entire property. What, just because we fucked it up? That means like it's not cursed? It's cursed. <laughs> and so they dumped it mm-hmm. onto a group called Canon. Now, Canon was notorious at the time, almost like, um, not really, not like, um, there's some cheap guys in our in the movie making space. Yes. Who cut corners notoriously and yeah. they're known for making like way too many movies a year. Yeah. And that was Canon at the time. Oh. So Canon was known for like, yo, we just suck up properties. Can't wait to see what happens, baby. We don't know. We just do cocaine here, baby. And so that was what was going on with them. Mm. So they pick up Superman, the rights to Superman. And they say, yo, there's there's only one way we make this work. I think they bought it for five million dollars. We have to get Christopher Reeve. And so they offer Christopher Reeve creative control. Mm-hmm. He gets to hire the director. He gets to have script approval. Like, I'm talking like, whoa, that's like, for Christopher Reeve, he's like, damn, I'm getting released from North Korea and you're telling me I get to eat anything I want? Like, it's like that. Mm. Where Christopher Reeve had no control before and now he's like, shit, this is awesome. Yeah. So, they bring on, um, well, not the first hire of director. They had a, they had a bunch. I mean, even even um, Donner was talk, maybe talked about as coming back, but he didn't ultimately. They bring on a director that had done a, uh, like a couple movies at the time, but um, unfortunately, the Salkins were they couldn't wait to. I'm sorry, the Salkins had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Unfortunately, the Canon. Yeah. Couldn't wait to underfund this movie mm. while they promised. A lot, right? So Gene Hackman comes back. Margaret Kidder comes back. She's Lois Lane. So they got Lex back. They got Lois back. And um, Christopher Reeve is like, yo, we're going to do a movie that's going to change the fucking world, okay? He's like, we're going to talk about the proliferation of nuclear weapons and how Superman is going to stop it. So the villain of that movie is a guy who does not exist in the comic books. His name? Is Nuclear Man. Uh, uh, Wait, what's funny about that? You think they're hitting it on the nose? Is that what you're laughing at? No. Because they're trying to talk about serious shit. Right. And you're laughing at that. At, at serious it's issues. It's true. Thank you. 
So it was Superman versus Nuclear Man. <laughs> and I don't know why you're laughing. I think you, it's disgusting. You snorted. No, I, I cleared my throat. <laughs> oh. Nuclear Man was a Chippendale dancer that they hired. I'm not no. Kidding. I'm not kidding. Shut up. I'm not kidding. Well, if you look at him, you're like... Is that makes me want to have nukes. Thank you. Branding. say this. Branding's way off. Nuke- Should have had a melty guy. Just like a melted... Should have been fi- very melty. Like melt... I said have, like, that. Nuclear Man's hot. I, I'm just going to say that. He's he should have had Harvey Dent. And that's how his face got melted. You know what I mean? Dude, Nuclear Man was doing Thunder Down Under on the weekend. So let's just say that. <laughs> Nuclear Man's hot. That's dope. Yeah, he's hot as fuck. Yeah. Pretty, and he's got long gold nails. Would you like, say oh, he's the bomb? No, I don't get it. Mm. I definitely wouldn't say that. Because mm. I don't want that to happen. That would be, be the end of humanity. See? See what your joke cost? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> don't think about that do you no so there's a lot of this is just like the steven seagal episode we just did there's a lot of heavy-handed language in this movie where at the end of the movie superman gives a speech in front of congress and when he's walking into congress a bunch of children like i'm talking like 35 children like little extras Mm -hmm. come up and they hold superman's hand as he walks into congress and then he gives a speech about how he's anti-nuclear war and he gets a standing ovation (laughs) And then he he literally picks up all the nukes from all the whole world, all the reserves, and he throws them into the sun at the end of the movie mm. in a big fucking net. That's mean to the How sun. How do they make this net? <laughs> I, it had to be slave labor. It doesn't affect the sun at all? <laughs> Apparently not. Okay. It should. Over time, I think it probably did. Yeah, I feel like it would like... Wouldn't the sun project... Project the gases. <laughs> all kinds of yeah, shit. all kinds of shit. Well, the sun's the already system. doing that, and apparently we're fine, but uh-huh. just don't be out there too much. That's true. Especially at high noon. So, I think Superman told everybody, don't be out there at high noon. <laughs> I think that was in the speech. It was a long speech. Let's see. But yeah, it was before the This UN. was back when the ozone layer had holes in it. Exactly. Before yeah. they filled themselves in. Yeah. So yeah, so Christopher Reeve is telling everybody, hey man, I decided to end nuclear war and then he gets a standing O. everyone's so happy and it's the end of the movie after he defeats nuclear man okay. which is i have to say some subtle that's some subtle storytelling okay he defeated nuclear man and then he also he gives a speech on the nukes yes that's some subtle storytelling totally so audiences felt placated too they felt like they were treated as children like the, this is the worst reviewed Superman movie ever made. I mean, that's kind of what happens now, except nobody voices it. True. Hey, facts. Yeah. Um. So, Christopher Reeve is now done. He's he's off of Superman. He's made his millions. He's 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 gone. Okay. This is. This is the eighties. Okay. Now it's done. So now the nineties happens. Obviously, Christopher Reeve gets into the accident. He's now paralyzed. Yeah. And he becomes Superman in a whole different way for a lot of people, right? He's basically like for a lot of the pe- like the community people who who are paralyzed, he's the guy, mm-hmm. right? And he starts raising money for them, and it's all beautiful, it's all great. But meanwhile, the Superman property has not really done anything for a long time. So now enter this show called Smallville. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, excuse no, me? excuse me. No. Well, no. Enter we the had show Dean Kane and, and Terry Hatcher. Okay, don't just skip over Lois that. Clark, my favorite, my favorite okay. Superman. You're talking about like '96 to '99. Thank you. Thank you. My grandma was an extra, a regular extra on that show, and she had she gave me a signed, autographed Dean Kane headshot for my birthday, my tenth birthday. Somewhere. Yeah, where? And it's so and it's so in a very special place. Yeah, in the garbage, probably. No. Okay. It's at a landfill bill now, but. <laughs> <laughs> nice, hey, nice, nice. So, yeah, they do. They do. Lois and Clark the New Adventures of Superman. Dean Kane, Terry Hatcher. It's seen as a moonlighting ripoff. Oh. You ever see the I'm... movie? Uh, I'm sorry, the show Moonlighting with with Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd. The movie. No, I'm sorry. The, the television show. Oh no. Moonlighting was like a, a show that was rife with sexual tension between the two main characters. Oh. That's kind of what they were doing. Uh, that's in fact entirely what they were doing with 
Lois and Clark? I tuned in every week. It's a week. great movie, but uh, I'm sorry, it's a great show, great show, great show. But point being, movie-wise, the property hadn't had much going on with it, right? Then, yeah, you're right. Lois and Clark happens. Then Smallville happens, I think 2002 or 2004. Yeah. I think it's 2004. Yeah, it was later. I think they filmed it in 2003. It came out in 2004. And so 2004, Smallville comes out with Tom Wellens. You got Michael Rosenbaum as Lex Luthor. And, you know, I got to say personally, as a Superman fan, I get why people are like, yo, wouldn't it be interesting to follow Clark as a child and all this stuff? And sure, why not? But I feel the same way that I feel about the the, um, Star Wars prequels where I'm like, no, I get it, but like he survives. Like nothing can go wrong. Mm. Like he, he lives. We know that he we lives. We know. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Every time he's in an he's in a you know, he's fighting the freak of the week and they're like he, like a guy has soccer balls come out of his hands or whatever because he was around a meteor and he was playing soccer practice with his dad mm-hmm. in his backyard in like the fucking nineties when Clark came to town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, fine. Clark's gonna live. <laughs> so who cares? That's the thing. So can I pitch another movie? Please do. Idea. Please do. Martha versus Martha. Martha Kent versus Martha Wayne. Yeah. Because that's all that happened. In- that's advanced fan theory, by the way. You even knew who both of them were. That's all I heard. It's almost like you watched Batman v that's Superman. That's all I heard about. All <laughs> Batman v Superman. All I could think about was like, both our moms are Martha? Right. So I want to skip ahead here. I'm going to skip ahead here due to time. Okay. So... Clark Kent, we we got it covered, bro. We watched him like learn how to use the potty. Mm-hmm. Okay, Clark Kent knows how to cut his own food before he eats it. We got it. <laughs> Thank you, Smallville. <clears throat> okay, but now they make Superman Returns with Brandon Routh, and this is 2006, I believe, 2007, and Superman. And, and some people have called it Superman Lifts. Because Superman does not throw a punch in that movie. He doesn't really do much in that movie. It's Superman. He stops a bullet with his eyeballs. He does. They shoot him in the eye. It was super sick to look at. I'm not kidding. I'm not, I'm not yeah. kidding. I believe that. It was sick. I didn't even watch it. I have to say the plane retrieval moment where he he pulls the plane out of the sky mm-hmm. and like rescues Lois yeah. and everyone in the plane was sick. Over the ball field. That was sick. Okay. I'm a fan. I have to say to this day, and, and haters can fight me all they want, I will enter the ring for you. I like Superman Returns. A lot oh, of people. Wow. Controversial. A lot of people love this show. We shit. said we weren't going to make this show controversial. We're trying not to. We're trying to clean it up. A lot of people love the shit on Superman Returns. I thought Brandon Routh did an excellent job. And I thought that. Um, I didn't think that Lois was that good. Okay. For whatever reason, the blue crust chick couldn't crush it. <laughs> I rehearsed I that it. and I landed it. I rehearsed that for an hour. Please get it. Please get it. Please get it. Please say you get it. Because she likes to drink orange no, crush. No, oh, that's not one. Okay. Okay. Never mind. We're moving on. Okay. So, um, yeah, the the chick's name is Kate Bosworth. Way to call her out and tell everyone she didn't crush so it. I want you all to know she didn't crush it. <laughs> Damn. <It's not> <laughs> I actually, look, she's great. I didn't think that she brought the noise as Lois in some of these scenes. I don't know why they picked these takes, maybe. That's what it was. Because mm. she was good in some scenes, but okay. then some scenes are like, what? Way to dial it back. You're like, is this no, a record? It's the, the director's fault. Hey, Brian Singer. Picking the wrong takes. That's an easy target. So, Brian Singer is the director of this. I've, I gathered. Yeah, thank you. Um, so they do that movie. It comes out. Kevin Spacey's also Lex Luthor. It's not well received. It didn't really kill it at the box office either. It did good. It did good. And by the way, it was received. It was actually well received in the in the moment. Like when it first came out, it was well received. But for some reason, within like four or five years of that movie coming out, everyone just agreed that it sucked. Post post homicly. Mm. Which which was unfair because I thought that Brandon Roth did a really good job. Mm-hmm. And I thought that the movie was actually solid. And you can watch it this day and be like, this is a good movie. And they're like, well, super, how could he? And this is what killed the whole movie, right? Criticism-wise. You have a whole movie for like an hour and a half where Superman never even throws one punch. And that's what they got. Does he normally throw punches? 
I mean, he shouldn't because he literally will kill anybody he punches. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't recall that being like a main thing about Superman. Yeah, dude. I mean, dude, the, like you said, he gets shot in the eye by a guy, but it's not like he's going to punch that guy in the face after. Yeah. That would be really I, I honestly have not... That was the critiques? Yeah, so I hate the... Uh, well, I don't hate, but I don't, I don't like the criticisms of Superman Returns. I actually think Superman Returns is really solid, and I actually like the movie. Okay. Um... And people go like, well, he was super stalkery in the beginning of the movie. And I'm like, fine, but if you're so fucking Superman. You you're hear, allowed to stalk. You can hear everything yeah. in the world. Yeah. You, you well, can you're not going to listen matter. to your, what your crush is saying. Yeah, what are you going to do? You're not going to You're not going to do it? Well, the NSA literally listens into everybody's conversations. Ooh, we okay. said we weren't going to be controversial. Well, that's not even controversial. That's just a fact. That's true. We're just saying facts. Yeah. But no, so, so that movie... You know, for some reason, it sucks. Brandon Ralph gets replaced later on. They bring on Harry Cavill. Henry Cavill, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. He was almost James Bond. He loses that part. He gets Superman. He's hot. And women and my wife. Dreamy eyes. Think that he's hot. <laughs> You're so hot too. Well, oh, thank you. Okay, so. Henry Cavill. Mm -hmm. By the way, a known World of Warcraft nerd. Great facial features. He plays World of Warcraft a lot. You're only turning me on and more. I've on. only been attracted to nerds my entire life. Hold on. He also plays World of Warcraft. You should have talked to him about being a pretty boy jock type. Then I would be like, ew. He played football in high school. Yuck. He didn't. <laughs> okay, so... Henry Cavill gets the role. He's yeah. playing the Man of Steel now. You have Zack Snyder hired on. He's he is directing the, the first Superman movie in fucking who knows how long, right? Yeah. Since Superman Four Quest for, Quest for Peace. So, another controversial thing. Are you ready? Oh no. I like this movie too. Oh shit. I do. I like this movie. Look, I understand the criticisms, right? They go well. Superman at the end of the movie, him and Zod are fucking the whole city up. Why didn't Superman try to get Zod out of there? Dude, Superman's not exactly in control of the situation. We saw this together. We did. Yeah. This in was the our theater. first this movie was our, in the theater. And I, I cried in front of your parents. Yeah. Why'd you cry? Because I didn't, didn't have, have coffee. coffee. Yeah. <laughs> we, we finished those sentences. Sentences. We finished those sentences. sentences. Satan Satan rules. rules. Satan rules. <laughs> So <laughs> that's not controversial. No, it's not. That's just facts. That's just Hollywood. Yeah. That's just how it is over here, guys. Um, and I hope some people read into that. <laughs> <laughs> While you go like this. That's something. Look at your hand no, signals. I'm going like this. <laughs> What's the triangle one? Yeah. yeah. There we go. There we go. Okay. No. But so this movie comes out. I actually, I have to say, I was disappointed initially in, by the theatrical cut that I saw in the movie with you. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in love with the movie at all because I was expecting something else. Yeah. I think... The Someone dies at the end. Superman dies. Someone dies. Well, um, And Zod we were dies. supposed to make... Sh we were supposed to think that... No, we were supposed to think that Superman dies. Everyone's all sad about it. You don't remember? Babe. No. Babe. It happened. Babe. No, it happened. No, babe. No, really. No, babe. No, really, it did. Oh, I'll cut this. We'll cut it. Oh. Did it not happen? Oh, babe. It didn't no. happen? No, babe. No, I swear. Talking about Justice League. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, we'll get there. I'm talking about like they're all sad. Like. Oh, babe. Oh man, am I fucking up? That's okay, babe. Remember when it's I low key girl, thought though. that Thor was part of? That was pretty sick. But and Ant Man. You missed it. Wait. I low key thought Thor was part of it. I don't get it. Loki's the bad guy in Loki that. Loki has nothing to do with the DC universe. I know. I low-key thought you did, though. I, know. I actually did get it. I was helping you. Okay. I hate you. I'm sorry. So, um, the movie comes out, right? Mm. And, you know, I, I, I liked it better later. I didn't like it as much at oh, first. Oh, I've been like that. Yeah. With Man of Steel, I liked it better later. I thought the action was super sick. Um, it was, it went on a little too long. I thought like mm -hmm. with like, we're destroying this fucking city. I'm like, we got it. I swear to God, we got it. Mm -hmm. Like you wrecked the city. Yeah. It's gone. Um, but I thought everything was really well motivated and I believed the intentions of everybody. So it wasn't like super whack or anything. Um, so then they do justice league. Or, I'm sorry. Then they do Batman V Superman. Okay. 
And Batman v Superman was a nightmare in my mm, I did not like it. I thought the movie sucked ass. And this is what bothered me about the Snyder Cut. Everyone's like, well, we want to see the Snyder Cut. I'm like, dude, Batman v Superman was a Snyder Cut, bro. What, what more do you want? It's just like a lot of Batman having nightmares about like the Flash like selling him things. Well, that was one moment of the movie. I was just so confused. Yeah, look, it wasn't. Nothing was well motivated. And they then Batman to, killed people. Well, they tried to slam fuck everything into one movie. Batman's all of a sudden murdering He's people, murdering and they're they're everyone. and the cops are going, "Well, Batman's gonna fuck them up if they have this this brand in jail because he put he branded the bat symbol on people, mm-hmm. which got them killed in prison." So they're like, "Oh, cool, Batman's nice, I guess." But then obviously some kind of trauma happened with Batman, but we're not introduced to that. There's no flashback. There's no nothing to inform anything going on. Yeah, I was just like, then this is whack. Superman's just like, I hate Batman. I hate Batman so much. And we're like, same. Right, exactly. Yeah. So everyone's just like, fuck Batman. And then Batman's like literally nuts in this movie. Even he's like, Wonder Woman's like, fuck Batman. What the fuck? Yeah, she's like, hey, Batman, I stole your hard drive. And he's like, you're kind of hot. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we'll fuck later. And she's like, bye. <laughs> and he's like, wait, someone left? And then there's a moment where, and this is the, the moment that everyone makes fun of, obviously, is the moment where they both find that they have the same mom's name. <laughs> so, like, so so Clark is like, Martha. And then for some reason, Bruce is like, why did you say that name? But it's like, why did, why did he say that name, actually? Can we actually zoom out and ask <laughs> why he said that name? Like, there's no moment in this movie where you're like, man, you know who loves his fucking ma? Clark fucking cat. They tried. They tried. They kept doing flashbacks. Yeah, that, but that, yeah. it didn't work in that moment. Yeah, it didn't. It just, I was just like, was super fucking Are you fucking forced. kidding me? It was obviously like what they wanted to have happen to be the linchpin, but it just didn't work. And they thought it was so, you can tell like some writers thought it was yeah. so advanced. Like, well, fuck, they both have the same mom's name. Holy shit, it's gonna, I mean, what's going to humanitize this moment more it did bring to life that i was like why do they have the same mom's name like they just were that lazy back then or everyone was everyone's mom's names with martha martha laura yeah sherry (laughs) i think that was your mom your mom's mom's not that old i know but it's uh well it's not 1930s old it's 1950s old. martha i guess i haven't really met a martha i've met a martha uh, of our age fuck no group that's what i'm saying yeah yeah, I haven't really met a Martha in our... Hey, you ever watched that Martha Stewart, though? Uh, not really. Same. Only in the background. Um, okay, so this movie comes out. A lot of people are like, fuck this movie. Yeah. Batman v Superman sucks ass. And there's a lot of people clowning on it already because like, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, what the fuck is that? The courtroom drama? What's, what's up with that? <laughs> so um, then Zack Snyder does the Justice League movie. And his kid commits suicide halfway through filming it. They hire Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon comes in and he starts being kind of a dick to the cast. He's being a dick to Gail, to Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman. He's being a dick to um, the cat who plays Cyborg, right? They're, and the cat who plays Cyborg actually ends up suing Warner Brothers. Or I'm sorry, he ends up um, complaining about it so much that they open an inquiry to check out what happened with the filming of this movie and they uncovered all this stuff about how Gal Gadot got threatened. He was like, I'll make Wonder Woman look like shit if you don't do the stupid dialogue I want you to do. And there's a moment where like the Flash lands, like he like like the Flash saves Wonder Woman in the moment real quick. And he kind of lands on her and his like head is between her her like boobs and like like for yeah. a sec. Yeah. And he's like super awkward about it. But Gal Gadot's like, I'm not filming this shit. Fuck yeah. That. Fuck that, ass. that. Absolute noise. Good for her. Yeah. And then um, Joss Whedon's like, yo, I will fuck your career. So Yeah, I heard about this. Yes. I heard about all, like I, when Josh, Joss Whedon was getting canceled, like yes. it was just a bunch of allegations were coming out about him and yes. se- sexual harassment and sexual stuff. So Charisma Carpenter came out. She yeah. was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She played yeah. the dumb chick mm-hmm. on that show. Um, but yeah, she said the same kind of jam. She also got fucked with, I guess, on the set of Baywatch. Um, the guy named the guy called Ho- Hobie. He was um, David Hasselhoff's son. He oh. was very forward with her. Oh. He was the tender age of fourteen, I believe. Oh my gosh. She was like twenty three years old, and they were supposed to be in love with or like having a love montage with each other. Mm. 
Yeah, which is fascinating. Yikesies. I actually watched this love montage. Oh, it's very awkward to watch. Wow. She's a fully grown woman. Yeah. And this cat is like looking like he's 13. Oh, She's very young too, by the way. Very young too. But, but no, that's a too staggering of an age difference. It's wild. Yeah. I have to say though, Charisma does look incredibly young. It's like wild. But yeah, not enough. That's like how... Uh, Mila Kunis was 14 when she kissed Ashton Kutcher, exactly. but she lied about her age. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's one of those things. But but she says that he has matured since then. It's all good. And that um, he was very forward and a dick at the time. But um, she understands now him more as a human. Mm-hmm. And so it's all wander, water under the bridge, as they say. Um, but, yeah, so the filming of Justice League was mired in a lot of controversy. Yeah. Because of Joss Whedon's behavior. And then they, um, but don't worry, because Warner Brothers investigated themselves and they found that they did nothing wrong. Right, of course. And so we're all, so we're, yeah. Everything's fine. Everything's been checked out. Everything's fucking great, actually. Warner Brothers checked out Warner Brothers and they're like, no. I'm like, we love it. This is fantastic. We did such a good job. Yeah. Like, we gave everyone raises. Uh, So. Now we are at this weird point, right, where Henry Cavill's contract for Superman has kind of played out. Mm-hmm. They're kind of um, there's some questions about is he going to be recast for Superman or are they going to bring on somebody else? There was a, a cameo moment at the end of the Shazam movie, which I thought was a good movie, where they had Superman go to lunch with the Shazam character, who's who is technically a kid, and so that made everyone like. Wait, you're not talking about Shazam from the '90s? There's another Shazam movie. Yeah, there's so there's a comic book character named Shazam. Oh, and when he's a kid who gets imbued with these superpowers, and if he says the if he says Shazam, he turns into like this like like adult looking man with muscles. Oh, but he's a kid inside, and so they had the guy from Chuck play him. Remember he's that? got like big, like big powers. Yeah, he could fly. He got electricity oh, he can fly powers. Too. Yeah, he got all that kind of shit. Oh. Super strength. Okay, but he's a man. But he's a well, he's a boy at heart, but he's a man on the outside. And so when he says Shazam, no, a lot he, of those. I don't get it. But when he says Shazam, he turns into the muscular man. Mm-hmm. And so then, at the end of the movie, so he's in a group of what they call losers at the high school, or at the school that he's at. And so at the end of the movie, Superman comes to have lunch with Shazam and with the the other quote-unquote loser kid who is Shazam's best friend. And so Shazam is like already Shazammed out. He's already in the costume. And so everyone's like, holy shit already. But then Superman walks in with a with a lunch tray and everyone's like, god damn, that's Superman. That's insane. And the movie cuts. But Henry Cavill's Superman did not appear there. They actually got a, a stunt double or like a model guy to, to appear. As so Henry it's like Cavill. a silhouette almost? No, no, they cut it off at the shoulders. Oh. So you can't see his head. Oh. Just, he just comes in with the tray. I see. They shoot on Shazam's level, sitting at the cafeteria table I with see. his friend. And then they have Superman walk in with the S. And you're like, holy shit. And okay. that's all that it takes. You cut to a reaction shot, you're out. Serious question, because um, I just don't know a lot about Please. these movies. Please. But... Um, do you think that they would get someone hotter to play Superman? Like hotter than Henry Cavill? Oh, but God. I'm, uh, Henry Cavill's dumpy. Do you agree? He's dumpy as fuck. Is that what you're saying? He's so dumpy. Yeah, yeah, I, just, I just wonder if they're going to get a younger version maybe. Or if they're going to go That's in another direction. That's not what I think they're going for. That's not what I think they're going for right now. But we'll see. TBD. Maybe it's bl- all TBD. Like bluer eyes? I hate this. <laughs> We're going to move on. Okay, we're out of time anyway. All right, cool. But I have, I do have to say this real quick. Okay. One of the biggest things that, re- that I regret, and you can tell that I'm a fan, I, I really do love all this stuff, but one of the biggest things that I regret is the Christopher Reeve time travel moment mm-hmm. in Superman 1, which negates all the purpose for Superman having any consequences for anything happening. And I regret Superman being so overpowered that there's no need for Justice League except for unless Superman is a bad guy, which is what happened in the Justice League movie. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, otherwise you don't need a Justice League. Like, Superman is the Justice League. Yeah. Oh, basically. what? The Flash? He's super fast? Cool. Superman's super fast. Yeah. Wonder Woman? She's super strong? Guess who's super strong? Superman. Yeah. Right? Batman's super smart? Well, you don't need to be as smart. I mean, guess I guess that's the best vulnerability that he has. Mm-hmm. But still, 
Superman's pretty fucking smart. There was like a joke. Uh, like I remember as a kid watching, I used to watch the cartoon versions, the animated series yeah. of them. And it was like a joke, like when Superman was gone and it was like, well, that's the whole Justice League. And, and all the other members were like, oh, we're screwed. So in my opinion, and this is just a, purely as a fan, if I was to ever do a Superman movie, which, you know, would have a lot of puns in it. No, I'm kidding. Um, but no, um, I think that Superman's struggle is the best Superman movie I've ever seen, or I'm sorry, the best Superman comic I've ever, I've ever read mm. was it was him versus a guy named Condit, who or Conduit, who was his oh, name. He's electrical. He was Superman's friend in school, and he was his name was Kenny Baverman, and they were friends. And Kenny Baverman knew Clark Kent, knew that Clark Kent became Superman, and systematically targeted. Lois Lane, Jimmy Olsen, everybody. Jeez. And killed them all, basically. Almost Ooh. killed almost killed all of them or made made Superman think they're all dead. Because if you want to attack Superman and kill Superman, you have to kill the people that he loves. You have to take away his reason for living, his reason for being on Earth. Otherwise, he can be anywhere else. Mm. And so I thought that that was the best application of mm-hmm. how you beat Superman. And I can't believe nobody's done it yet. My other... It's like the people close to him are his kryptonite. That's... Ex- Whoa, I don't, I don't get it. Oh. I don't get that. But there's something... It's just a metaphor because like there's a... Cause it, I don't really get it. Because there's a comic yeah. in the comic... I guess because you haven't read him that you don't, you don't Superman, get it. So there's a comic book character named Superman that he's... Kryptonite it's, is... is uh, yeah, it's because you haven't read... It's so, read it's so sometimes like when people yeah. are like... It's like, oh, it's Steve's my kryptonite. No, you just haven't read this list, so you don't get it. Okay, but... You ever heard the Three Doors Down song? Uh, no, how's it go? If I feel crazy, then will you still call me Superman? Okay, that's Limp and it's a great song. <laughs> if I'm alive and well, will you be still there be there holding my hand? hand? I keep you by my side with my, my superhuman might. Well, we don't want to get, get DMCA'd, so be careful. It's Limp Bizkit. <laughs> swear to God on my life. Okay. I swear on my mother. Her Martha? Name is Martha. Thank you. Uh, okay, folks, we're, we're out. But okay, in all honesty, or in all earnesty and honesty, mm-hmm. I wish that they would do a Superman movie about his struggle with being a god. I think that that is the most interesting thing. Interest, yeah, interesting thing about Superman that hasn't been explored as much. Yeah. Is his struggle with being a god on the earth. And, cool. uh, yeah. True. Yeah, that would that is. I never thought of him I'm that a fan, way. Because I'm a fan, and because they all see him that way, the yeah. League sees him that way. Yeah. Everyone sees him that way. Why not? And if I thought Zack see- Snyder even saw him that way when he had him flying into these countries, and people are like putting their hands on his cape and all this kind of shit. I was like, oh shit, they're gonna do some shit about how he's kind of a god, but they they didn't. They just did the imagery, but they didn't do the follow through. Mm. So I would love to see some shit about. How Superman's struggling with the fact that humanity sees him as a god and how he can't actually relate. That's why he becomes Clark Kent, so he can become more of a human, so he can try to understand us while we completely misconstrue him mm-hmm. as something that, uh, like a deity that he doesn't even feel like he deserves to be. Hmm. I like it. It'd be fucking fun. Do it. Do it then. So I'm going to write it and it'll be a fan film. And I'm sure it'll have a disappointing fan film title like Superman Godfall or something. Eh, whatever. <laughs> All right. See you guys later. All right, guys. <laughs> be sure to subscribe. Also rate us on iTunes. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you next time. Why are fan films titled like shit like Goodbye. that? Goodbye. Okay. Bye, guys.